Hi, and welcome to Let's Hear the Word with Cindy. Many people seek things from God. Most people are seeking wealth. Some people are seeking education, health, friendships, love, subscribers. But when we seek those things, what are we really asking for? The Apostle Paul mentions that in all of the asking that we are seeking, we are seeking peace. And to seek peace is to seek it with God. St. Augustine has a book called Confessions, and in that book, wonderfully written about having peace with God. And how do we accomplish it? We accomplish it in many ways. And St. Augustine mentions, how can we have peace with God? Do we seek you, Lord? Do we call on you, Lord? Do we praise you? Do we praise you to know you? Do we praise you because you're God? And do we want to praise you and know you because we believe in you? So peace with God occurs through Jesus Christ. Most of our readings in the book of Romans has been on the subjects of the assurance that we are at peace with Jesus Christ, but also that we are at odds with God. Many of the writings that Apostle Paul has written highlights that we are in opposition to God's way. And God created peace with us to him through Jesus Christ removing sin, the stain of sin. And we are to receive this peace by believing. But how can we go from being right in the sight of God to being perfect, being allowed into the kingdom of Christ? How can we go from justification to glorification? There's a difference between peace with God and the peace of God. The peace of God is something very different than being at peace with God. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says that we are not to be anxious for anything, but in all things by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, to present our requests to God, to receive the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, that we are to, you know, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. That's the peace of God. That's experiencing it. But the peace with God is something opposite of being at war with God and God at war with us. 
That is a a direct experience that we know that we are at peace with God as one. It's a neutral, it's a good relationship. It's a stability. God remains with us. It's very different than having the peace of God, being tranquil, a very peaceful state. Psalm 46, verse 2 and 3 says, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. That is a peace with God when our whole world is upside down. But when we are at war with God, when we're in that place of no blessings, nothing is working out right. There's a war there. There's a dissonance. You can very well be at odds with God. And of course, there's rewards that comes with it. The blessings of satanic entities. It comes at a price. It is not the blessings of God. So God made peace with us through Jesus Christ, not by something that we have done. We are made right with God by believing in Jesus Christ. People can very well cut corners. Oh, of course they can. They can cut corners and want to experience peace with God but not believing that God is or not believing that Jesus is. They just want the peace of God. They want that feeling. It's unstable. There's also situations that will arise even though we are at peace with God. We are no longer at war. We're believers. And something will happen to throw us off our kilter. Could be a breakup. Could be the death of a loved one. Violence in the world. Loss of a job. Being swindled out of money. All of that can give us a sense of loss of having that stable peace of God, but it is through faith that strengthens us. See, when you have the peace of God, you already know it never changes. It stays the same. God redeems those that are his. So certainly, we can go from justification to glorification. We can go from being wrong to being right and an heir. Not being right and still, oh yeah, I'm now right, but I'm a sinner. I'm like a past sinner. You know, I'm a past prisoner. And so now I'm right with God. That's that's not the peace of God. No, that's wrong. It is you are a new being. You are a royal heir. Those things are all passed away. You are made new. That's very 
different. Peace with God doesn't mean that you will never feel like you're at odds with him. Understand that. Understand that there's going to be times that you're going to feel like you're at odds with God. Certainly. But again, you need to know that that relationship between you and Jesus Christ exists and it's stable and it will not shake. All blessings, all true blessings come from Jesus Christ. Everything. You cannot get blessed by God without going through Jesus Christ. That's trying to cut a corner. It won't work. It won't work. It's biblical. I pray that you find peace with God through Jesus Christ so that you can have the peace of God. Romans 5. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulations work with patience and patience, experience, and experience, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will die one day. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commandeth his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath, war, through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgressions, who is the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God. And the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. 
and not as it was by one that sinned, so it is the gift, for the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as the offense of one judge meant came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered, that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you for listening today. Be blessed.